What's motherfucking good? This is Team in the Back of the Field today. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 5. Welcome to almost four years, two days shy of four years of podcasting. And it's been an amazing ride. There's been so many ups that I can't even express how many, like how much I've grown as a person, how much I've grown in terms of podcasting, how much. Episode 1, 2, episode... I think we're reaching 150 now? And I mean, like... It's just thank y'all. For really just listening. For really supporting. For really just... Wanted to get into the gig. Get into the tea. Understand me. Learn me. Understand... Certain things about... Different conversations. Different communities that... Of conversations that we have. That needs to be had. Thank you for seeing the vision of what this whole channel is about. It's about love. It's about support. It's about a system. And it's an amazing thing for me to still be here four years later and never never giving up. So, of course, it's Pride Month. So, let's get into some Pride Info. So, Gilbert Baker, in 1978, and picture this, San Francisco, with their first, basically, Pride event, created the Pride flag that we use today. Of course, it's more intricate, it's more colors, it's more extravagant, it's different variations of the Pride flag. But, when we see all those colors, we know what the fuck it, what the fuck it is, what it, what it is. So, thank you, Gilbert, for your resiliousness. And being one of the pioneers to create this flag for us and support of us and showing the world that we are needed, we are represented, and we are important in 1978. So, pride. What does pride mean to me? I definitely want to say pride. Whew. Pride is power to me. Coming out is power. Coming out for me has been in a whirlwind of emotions, of course. But it has been greatly um, honored more than discredited. I've received a lot more love than I've received hate in terms of coming out, in terms of my sexuality, in terms of who I am. Because ultimately, I feel like if you're a good person, you're going to be received well. You're going to be received um, in a greater life, in a greater light if you're not, other than if you're not um, a great person, per se. Like, your inside isn't good kind of thing, if you know what I mean. So, me coming out, like, of course, we already know uh, when I came out. I don't think I've explained or expressed why I came out. Why I really decided this is the time to come out. So, it was a very confusing time in my life where I felt and I had these urges of being with the same sex, of course. 
And I just didn't know what that meant. I didn't know how to describe it. I didn't know necessarily what to do. Because unfortunately, our school system does not teach that. They just teach heterosexual intimacy, but they don't teach same-sex intimacy. Which this is something that I feel like teachers need to really dig in on and perfect and promote and really be an ally for all kids. Because there's different aspects of kids, there's different types of kids. And that's what I'm gonna say, you you've taught a few gay kids in your in your life in your lifetime. So by us not getting the information that we need and we have to search other ways. It's a problem. But for me, I felt like I needed to look at these urges. I needed to look at what this is. I needed to finally figure it out. Because I knew I like men. I knew men attract I was attracted to men. I knew I love the physique of a man. I know I love the personality of a man. I just love the masculinity and femininity and femininity of a man. I just like the overall man. Of course the body is a plus, but the man as a person I've always been attracted to. From as young as five, I would say. And of course when you become a teenager and all that stuff and hormones start popping, things start happening. So of course I started experimenting but it didn't give me the result I needed. It didn't go about it the right way. I wasn't mentally prepared. I wasn't physically prepared. It just didn't give what it was supposed to give. Per se. So, when I eventually decided to say, fuck it, I'm going to try this wholeheartedly. I'm going to commit to this. I'm going to actually give, allow myself to diabetes. Allow myself to be one with who I am, allow myself to trust myself and not let myself down. Allow myself to be happy being myself. So, in the 19 to 21 phase, 21 years, 20 year, oh, 21 year old phase, um, this is when I decided to really experiment. This is when I really decided to partake in the amazingness of, of men and be taken advantage of men and use my body as their weapon for each man that I've encountered. But I decided to come out solely be authentically myself, to be authentically happy. And I know, unfortunately, a lot of men, especially in the black community, cannot do that. I still don't understand why. I still don't understand the stigmatization and the... the ashamedness that the black community holds on our black men for expressing their sexual desires, for expressing the authentic self. We want us to be authentic, but they're scared when we are authentic. Doesn't it doesn't make sense. Right. They want us to be authentic ourselves. They want us to be they want us to live on our truth, be real, but they don't want us to be us. They don't want us to really be 
who we are. There's always been, this is a phase kind of aspect. Never for me, per se, thank God. But for a lot of men who are in touch with the sexual, on the feminine traits, they are gay or they identify as gay, they identify as a man, they identify as black or whatever that looks like. Oftentimes, there's a dark shadow over it. There's a looking for approval over it. There is a segmentation where we can't be out because y'all want to allow us to. We can't be out because y'all aren't ready for it. Instead of us being okay with ourselves, instead of us doing what we need to do to thoroughly love ourselves. And when I say thoroughly, I mean loving the top of your motherfucking head to the sill of your motherfucking feet. I mean loving yourself genuinely inward and outward. From the eyes to the toes. And everything in motherfucking between. You might not like yourself. And there's phases of that. But you have to love yourself. Like and love is completely different. Just like want and needs are completely different. And a lot of people get that fucking construed of what they want and what they fucking and what they motherfucking need. And a lot of people feel like we want this lifestyle instead of we needing it. They feel like it's a choice instead of this is who we are. And even after 33 years of living, I can never understand why people feel like it's still a choice. It's still something that we check the box off of. Is it something that, you know, we woke up one day, you know what? Today I'm going to be gay. Yeah, I feel it. I know, right? But here's the thing. No, it, it's not that. It's never given that. It's never going to give that. So until y'all get yourself together, y'all understand what it really the fuck is, then we can really have a conversation. But I definitely feel like coming out is essential for the black man. This is essential for everyone. Let's be clear. But I can only speak from a black experience. So, it is essential for us as black men to come out to show other black men that it is fucking okay. No matter how feminine you are, no matter how masculine you are. No ma- like, not for nothing. The masculine is better because a lot of masculine men are the out, are trade, are people, are the men that we are attracted to. And most of y'all be trying to go out for them and Y'all see how the fuck it ends up. Y'all see what the end result is. Because they will never come out. Because they are so afraid. They're so scared. They have so much to lose. But do you really? What do you really have to lose if your kids know that you're gay? You're being identical yourself. So now you're giving your kids the right to to make a choice. Not even a choice. You're, giving, you're allowing your kids to be authentically themselves. Because... What if you have a, what if you have a gay kid? What are you gonna tell your kid? 
when you're hiding in the closet. You can't tell them to be authentically themselves if you're hiding, and then they're going to notice you're hiding. They're going to realize that they're going to peep fucking game, but y'all don't realize that. You don't see that. And that's the unfortunate part of it. But it's necessary to come out. It is important to come out. It is needed to come out. Coming out is so scary. It's like one of the scariest things in the world. Because you don't know what their reaction is going to be. You don't know what the uproar or the pouring out of love is going to be. You don't know how to measure that. You just know that this is something you want to do or you need to do. For me, I I needed to do it. I didn't even allow myself to want to do it. I just felt like I needed to do it in order for me to legitimately stand on my truth. And once I stand in my truth and really said those words, I'm gay, instead of I'm bi or instead of I'm curious, instead of I don't know what this is, and when I really understood joining the coming out process, joining the research process, joining looking at porn and all of these other attributes of me learning what this could be or what this is than me falling in love with it, than me knowing, oh, this is who I am, and I'm never going to hold back, I'm never going to belittle myself, I'm never going to minimize myself to make you feel comfortable ever again, and as soon as I came out, I still had time, or still had time to work on becoming more fluent and more becoming more available in my femininity. Because although I have feminine traits that I can't deny, that I can't mask up, that I can't um, act like that's not there kind of thing, like hey, talk about my walk. My walk is my walk. It's always been fierce. It's always been elegant. It's always been... You're that bitch. It's always given that. It's always going to give that. I can't hide that. I can't mask it. I'm going to switch. I'm going to switch like I have a big ass. Whether I have a big ass at that particular moment or not. That's just what I give. And that's what I'm always going to give. Because I belong on a runaway. I belong in that. Not necessarily that I, I trained to do that. Not necessarily because I wanted to walk that way. It's just what my what my hips does. That's what my body gets. I'm gonna love that for me. But in terms of my emotions, in terms of who I'm as a as a person, what I want out of being gay, a lot of people don't ask themselves what do they want out of being gay. Like, do you want that to be the headline? Do you want that to be the main attraction? What do you expect out of being gay? Like, do you want a sisterhood? Like, do you want a brotherhood? Like, do you want a community kind of aspect? Do you want a mother? Do you want a father? Do you want ballroom? Like, what aspect of the gay community, of this lifestyle, do you want? Do you want it all? Do you want a little bit? What is it? And... Throughout me learning the community, throughout me learning all aspects of this lifestyle, 
and how beautiful and how colorful it is. I cannot always partake in all of the activities because I'm still learning to be comfortable in it all, to live in it all, to adjust in it all, per se. And to me, that's fine. Once you're making an effort, once you're understanding what it is, and you're making an effort to change that, per se, or to understand it more, that's fine. If you're not making an effort and you don't understand it, then that's where it gets funny. That's where the problem lies. Being prideful, being out, for me, is simply essential. I want... Keyword, this is a want, this is not something that necessarily is going to happen, unfortunately. But I definitely want, I definitely propose, I definitely need for our community to be as open arms to all of us as they should be. Because there's a lot of we already deal with misogyny. We already deal with homophobia. We don't need to deal with hatred in our community. We don't need to deal with the the homosexuality in our community because you're making you're yeah you're making a lot of the DL or trade or discreet men afraid to come out and we need them to come out not only for us so we can be comfortable with them within that relationship within that friendship within whatever that looks like to you but we need them to come out for them. We need them to authenticate them themselves, be happy within themselves. Be able to look at themselves in the mirror and say, I am who I am because I am who I am. I'm gay, but that does not depict what the fuck I can do anywhere. I'm gay, but that doesn't make me less than a man. That doesn't make me less than a masculine person. That doesn't make me wanting to be a woman. That doesn't make me want to flirt with you because you're a man. It doesn't give that. And it never gave that. Until y'all realize what the fuck it really gives, y'all will be ashamed of yourself for discrediting us, for hating us, for being motherfucking insecure of us. And all the time that you missed out on loving a dope-ass human being. Who could have been your best friend. Who could have been your best support motherfucking sister. But y'all decided to be insecure. Y'all decided to be lonesome. Y'all decided to use hate. Use not understanding. Use... is giving fake at this point. It's giving fake. Because you only want us when there's a woman involved that you feel like we can help you get. 
other than that, y'all don't want us. Y'all don't need us. Y'all don't try to get to know us. There's just there's, there's nothing. And that's cool if that's how y'all want it. But understand the case, the point is we have to fight together. Not separately. For anything to work. Coming out means to me accepting oneself. Because oftentimes, many times, in any community, but especially the gay community, especially the black gay community, we love for acceptance. We crave acceptance. In any shape or form, which is sad, but which is true. We look for acceptance within our family. When we don't get that, we look for acceptance within people we call family. We look into acceptance with friends who turn into family. We look into acceptance with the different type of men we date or deal with. We look into acceptance with using our bodies. If they like our body, they like our mind. If they like our body, they like us. And nine times out of ten, boo boo, that's not the case. They just want to fuck. They just want to not. It's unfortunate. It's sad. But that's the truth. That's what it's given. And until we realize to accept ourselves for who we are and accept ourselves of what we can bring to the table, what we really give. And how bad we really are. How special, important, extricate, essential we are as human beings. You will never doubt yourself again. You will never belittle yourself again. You will never make yourself feel small ever again. You will want to be the loudest out person ever. And does that, does that mean you have to scream into the, to the rooftop? But that doesn't mean that you deny it when I. That doesn't mean that you're trying to be hyper-masculine in certain spaces. You just be who the fuck you are. If you're in between, you're in between. If you're masculine, you're masculine. That's cool. But don't be afraid of acts to say what the fuck it is, what the fuck it is. That's the only way that you can truly be yourself. You can truly live in your, your essence of who you are. And we all have to live in our essence. Because we can only be ourselves. No one can be us. No one can replicate us. No one can want to be us. There's people try. Every day. And that's cute for them. But they would like to be a Kimi Light, a Jacob Light, whoever you are like. There are people like that. But there can only be one of you. There can only be one badass. Nigga. So live in that. Um, I want to say something for the women. Women, I definitely feel like, from my experience with women, it is a great thing to have a woman by your side as a gay male, but it's also not a great thing to have a woman by your side as a gay male. I'll, I'll, I'll start off the positive first. Um, Someone who understands you. Someone who would genuinely love you. Someone who would be as open and honest with you about the men that they date, about the men that they're dealing with, about the men that they're messing around with. 
they will be completely, totally honest with you. They'll be so free with you in terms of changing clothes, in terms of changing front of you, whatever that looks like, in terms of you literally possibly being there and all be all. But this is where it gets a little fuzzy for me in terms of the black women. I definitely feel like they're threatened by us. For one, I definitely feel like you can't be my friend, you can't be my sister, you can't be my cousin, you can't be my good good, my good good girl. If secretly you hate me, because secretly you don't believe I should be gay. You don't believe on men and action, you don't believe on the aspects of a man being gay, or you don't believe in whatever the fuck you don't believe in. So when my face, you kick in with me, we laugh and this kind of story, but behind my back, there's, there's a whole mess of stuff that's just feeling against me. And try to believe Google, it comes back to us. Whether you want it, whether you want to believe it or not, it does. And for the most part, we definitely um, treat you like that. We'll be cautious, but it's not going to be the, the way it was. It's not going to give what it gave because you try to play us. I definitely believe that you believe that we are the source of AIDS and HIV. I, I, I definitely believe that y'all believe that, unfortunately. I believe that y'all are jealous of us. One, because a lot of gay males who are on the feminine side are more crazy than you are. And y'all can't take. When they dress to the nine, they got on the taste, they got on whatever they're fucking look at, how the fuck they look, they got on the makeup, makeup is beat to the fucking gods. Y'all can't take us because we look better than you. I definitely feel that y'all are jealous because your men t- typically like us. Whether it's behind closed doors, whether it is a DL situation, or it's a sense treat situation, they cheat on you clearly. But y'all are mad at us because they like us. But why are you not mad at your man for liking us? Why are you not taking up with your man for his, for his actions? Because I don't have to do anything for you. My lawyers are not with you. <laughs> we can keep you, but if a nigga wants me, a nigga wants me. And I said, I'm going to relationship and I know about it. I'm probably not going to do anything. But if it's that type of day, I'm going, I'm going to ask on it. Because my loyalty is not with you. And whatever, whatever the fuck y'all got going on is whatever the fuck y'all got going on. And what I'm about to have going on is, is what that is. I definitely feel that... It's just a disconnect. And although it's great having a black woman as a friend, as a sisterhood, as a an ally, 
can also be damaging because simply it's just the hate. It's just the misogyny. It's just the homophobia that spears out of women's mouths. Like, here's the thing. We all know that I love Monique. Dumb, but that is my girl. I read, I wrote with her through this blacklist and do the Oprah, Tyler Perry, Lee Daniels, Lion Gate situation for the last 10 years. I've been here with her. And now she's in the media calling Dale Ugly Gay. Why is it that as a black woman, that is the first thing that comes to your mouth to degrade a black man? Whether it's true or not, why is that the first thing that comes out of your mouth as a black woman to degrade a black man? Is degrading his sexuality, degrading his masculinity as a man. That's wrong on so many fucking levels. You don't understand what that does to us as human beings, as a man. How you try to belittle us and make it seem like women well, were bitches over this, that, and the third. And quite as a cat, boo boo, even if DL was gay, he's ending down lovely or he's giving the dick lovely. And that should and that should not be a point of discrimination anymore, any longer. What I what that person does in their back in their bedroom is what that person does in their bedroom. Don't be mad. Cause I think that you're you're getting dicked down, he's getting it down. What's the difference? We both get it down, now what? What's the next thing? Because at this point, why are you mad? Monique, I definitely feel like you tried it. I'm still gonna root for you for the long run, but I'm gonna need to apologize because you was wrong. You was wrong, you was late, you was tired. And it's not okay. It's never been okay. And it's never going to be okay. I want to end off with this whole Pride Month and how we're only given a month. Just like Black History Month is only given a month. That's a problem. Where we only given 30 days, 30, 31 days or whatever, to celebrate our history. But our history is not even being celebrated for the whole month. We do realize that, right? We're not learning anything new throughout the whole month of, of June. They're just marketing off of us. All of these companies are saying, oh, you know what? We love gay people. We have gay pride. We have gay, we have, um, gay employees. All of this stuff. But you want to have it for June? So only June is what you care about. Every, all the other 11 months out the motherfucking year, it's quiet for y'all. Y'all don't support us any other time. Y'all play us, y'all discriminate us. Y'all don't nominate us. It's just, we're only important. We're only cash in hand. We are only an asset in June. And I'm a need for us as the gay community, as the LGBT plus community, to understand that we are only cash cows in June. 
And when we realize that and we stop supporting and we stop giving our money to these businesses who own this water in June, then they're going to realize, oh, my stock has went the fuck down. We're broke. We're broke. We're going bankrupt. Because we didn't realize how much gay people supported us, how much gay people had a hand in our success. And we need to just stop giving them the light. We have to stop giving them the thanks. We have to stop giving them the right away, but we have to stop being back. Like the whole um, Burger King to the top buns, to bottom buns. Like, that's cute, but there's an underlying message for that that I don't agree with, that I don't like, that it's tired, and that's not okay. So, thank you, but no thank you. Because y'all are already supporting us every other month. At all. BET. I definitely feel... No, I don't definitely feel. You tried it. Little Nas X has been fucking influential in this community since he came out as gay. Tiger Call has been influential and important for this community since the fuck he came out many, many moons ago. Saucy Santana has been influential in this community since he the fuck he came out. So I'm confused how the fuck Little Nas X was the title being the top three albums of what year did that come out? 2021? Yeah, last year. Top three albums. Guaranteed, and it's, it's debatable between this number, it's between number one and number two for me. Worldly, of course, playing to her would always oversee any album for 2021, which is cute. Was it 2021 or 2020? 2020, 2021. I forgot what exactly year it came out. But how the fuck did you not know How is it not nominated at all? What's the number that he put up? The show is about to go on with the impact of Industry Baby, with the impact of Mataro, Call Me By My Name, with the impact of. <sighs> fuck. Oh, fuck. The other two tracks. And, and it's gonna come back to me, I already know what it is. That's what I like. And. I wanna run away. I, I wanna. Uh, uh. Yeah, I don't remember that song. But the fourth thing was that he came out with plus the album. You can't deny his impact, but he don't get nominated at all because he's black and because he's gay. It's not because he's black, it's because he's gay. And y'all aren't ready to nominate a gay artist yet? Make it, make it make sense. Because it's not making sense. If the numbers are there, I'm going to talk about numbers. The talent is there, I'm talking about talent. I'm, the, it has to be explanations. It has to be reasoning of why he wasn't nominated. And then you talk about, all oh, you love Little Nas X, you always ask his back, but you don't fucking nominate him? Girl, bye. You fucking tried it. Goodbye, goodnight. And when we start boycotting you, and stop listening to anything that you put out, you're going to realize how fucking important and how relevant we are 
as motherfucking people in this world. But a lot of people don't understand that until it affects them. But community, it's affecting us. BET Awards is, is really my new to the bigger picture, right? But the picture picture is we're still fighting for equality. We're still fighting to be heard. We still want to be represented. Like, my friend asked me, what are we still fighting for? And I had to really think about that. Because at first I didn't really have an answer for her. But I would definitely feel like we're still fighting for as much as, quote unquote, we are accepted. We still aren't accepted in a lot of spaces. We still are looked down upon in many rooms at the end We still won't get the job if we're going against a straight man or a woman, if we're being honest. We are always the butt of a joke. We are always in particular roles because that's, that's where you see that we're supposed to be and that's not the case. We're still fighting for equality. We're still fighting to be heard. We are still fighting to be equal. We're still fighting to be accepted, unfortunately. We're still fighting to not be part of someone's joke. The people being in our business in terms of what we do in our bedroom has has to stop. You can't you can't lottery or lawyer or whatever what I do in my spare time. What I do in my bedroom. You don't have access to that. You you shouldn't have access to that unless we give you access. We're fighting for the little brothers and sisters who continue to commit suicide because they are so afraid dealing with especially the black family, especially the Caribbean side of the black family in terms of coming out, in terms of killing themselves because they're so afraid to come out, in terms of being outed, in terms of being exploited for their bodies. Like, 90% of OnlyFans creators are black men. 50% of them are straight men loitering or trying to attract the gay community, but they're not gay. They're gay for pay. And they want our dollars, but they don't want us. But do they even really respect us? But we're giving them our coins. Let that sink in. We're fighting for rules and laws to be made equally for everyone. Like, we're fighting for us, absolutely. But we're definitely fighting for the bigger picture. We're definitely fighting for black rights. We're definitely fighting for women rights. And how they don't have access to your body, they cannot tell you what you can and cannot do to your body. 
the cold-hearted video that the cold-heartedly will fight to the death of us for that. But in terms of our rights, we don't see you fighting for us. And I think that's where the disconnect is. That's where the confusion can lie. You may be our allies, but are you in the trenches with us when shit gets rocky in our lives? Are you always talking about your situation, but never really wholeheartedly listening to our situations that we deal with with these men? Do you really listen to our situations, how we get fired, how we get put out of our home just for being who we are? How we get called faggots every now and then? How we get different looks because of who we are? How we could be in the same house with people and they don't talk to you because of your sexuality. You know how mentally draining that could be? You know how we're literally just fighting to be alive. We're fighting to not kill ourselves. Because it would be so easy to kill ourselves. It would be so easy to get rid of this pain that we endure day in and day out, week in and week out. This hatred that we could easily have for ourselves because we're not the cutest or because we're not the, the, the stereotypical gay, because we are not the, the man in the mirror, because we're not a lot of people's um, be all. We're not people's first choice. And a lot of us internalize that. A lot of us <sighs> commit suicide for that. A lot of us really have self hatred for that and for ourselves. If we're being honest, a lot of the community don't don't, don't love themselves. And that's unfortunate. And I want us to get out of that. I want us to get out of that hatred. I want us to get out of the feeling defeated, the feeling less than, the feeling hated, the feeling not being enough, the feeling of you did something the fuck wrong, the feeling of you not. You woke up and you weren't supposed to be in this body. You weren't supposed to like what you like. You were not supposed to live how the fuck you did. You wasn't supposed to experience the things you experienced in this lifestyle. You wasn't supposed to prostitute yourself. You wasn't supposed to equate sex with love and fuck as numerous of guys and still feel fucking empty inside. Hello, that's me. I've encountered so many men and I've given myself to so many men who never deserved an ounce of me. And now that I realize that, now that I've gotten older, I realize that I'm so much cautious with my body, I'm so much cautious with who touches it, who enters it, who gets the chance to 
even be around it, around my presence, because my presence is abundance. My presence is everything you can imagine it to be. I'm popping. I'm amazing. I'm unique. I'm different. I'm loud. I'm crazy. I'm extroverted. I'm introverted. I fuck. I'm and I'm everything in between, and I love that for me. And I'm happy I'm in a place where I realize who I am and what I am and what I can give and what I do give and what I allow when I don't allow and just the place I'm at in my life and I literally do this podcast so people can have a better understanding of me have a better understanding of themselves and where they are in their transformation in this life and where they are in this never ending appreciation or acceptance of oneself and this never ending chapters of grief chapters a downfall, chapters of happiness, chapters of being that motherfucking bitch, and chapters of getting a reality check. Life can be so beautiful, but life can be so fucking wicked. But it's up to you to make it as beautiful as possible, as beautiful as it can be, in that moment. And every season is a season. Be prepared to do spring cleaning. Do pre- be prepared to clean up that closet. Be prepared to let go, literally, of everything and anyone that is not suiting you in that chapter. In order to get to the next chapter, you have to be ready to go into the next chapter. And if you're not, you will never change. You will never grow. You will never expound on everything that makes you you. Being out means being Kimi. Being I came. Being Kiki Kimi. Being Egghead. Being Peanut Head. Being Faggot. Being Dumb. Being Ugly. Being not my type, being feminine, being gay. But all of these words did not define me. And don't ever let any of those words define you. You define you. This is Kimmy, and I'm back with my key of the day. And this was my pride episode. This was four years into podcasting and what a whirlwind it has been it has been joyous for so many reasons because I was able to really express myself I was really able to build a voice for the voiceless I was really able to articulate things I've never articulated before I was really able to use my word and my platform and create a platform I've never done this I've never created I've never promoted anything in my life so this has been a whirlwind personally for me, as well as professionally, as well as 
building this brand and continuously building this brand and continuously trying to network and promote and have what we got to say and have this and deal with people and try to do photo shoots and do all of these things. But the one thing I can say is it has been worth it. No matter what the numbers look like, no matter what the plays look like, no matter who actually listen to it, because nine times out of ten, if you said your podcast episode to 100 people, you would unfortunately be lucky if 10 people listen. It's sad. You may have 500 people that you know. You sent it all 500. Maybe 20 people will actually listen to it. Out of those 20 people, out of those 10 people, let you know that they listen to it. Three, what actually will post, respond, blog about it, tell their friends about it. One, will actually listen to every episode that you've ever created. And I'm so blessed to know at least that I have about five people who continuously go hard for me, continuously listen, continuously tell me what they think about the episode, continuously try to better me, try to give me insight, try to see, hey, maybe you could try that, or I love how you did that, I love how I learned this, I love how you interpreted this, I love how you put your foot in that, whatever that looked like. So, if you're podcasting, if you want to become a podcaster, it's so easy. It's so important for people's voices to be heard, different opinions to be out there into the atmosphere. Because with different opinions, there's different ways of thinking, and with different ways of thinking, no one thinks the same. But people have similar thought patterns. And with similar thought patterns, it's easy for us to say, ooh, this makes sense to me. I understand this. And that's all you have to do. You have to find that niche. You have to find your demographic. And you just have to be passionate. You have to do your research. You have to be a stand take up the talk from the brain. You can edit, not edit. You can use a mic, no mic. It's whatever works for you. And just go for it. Just wholeheartedly do what the fuck you need to do. This was Team Me Back from the Heat of the Day. It's for season four, episode five. And this is four motherfucking years in two days. So I don't know if I'm going to do a podcast episode in two days to really bring it in or what the fuck that looks like. But stay tuned. Laters.